Welcome everyone to another episode of the Blade Hockey Podcast, episode 74. Uh, it's been a while, to say the least. It's currently, no, as of recording, June 7th. Um, so about three weeks has been, uh, gone by since the last episode of this podcast. And uh, it's the first one since the second anniversary of the whole brand, Easy Hockey Reviews as a whole. So hooray there. Um, along with uh, the first playoff episode um, of here. So I, get a, I have no script for this whatsoever, going straight off the cuff, as they say. Um, <clears throat> so for those watching the video version, you see I'm wearing the Vegas Golden Knights jersey and not a particular team that's flag is right behind my head. Um, which I'll go to in a second. Um, but just to go, well, actually, yeah, in about a couple seconds, because um, we're going to go over uh, where we are in the standing. Oh, not in the standings, but in the playoffs right now. So going from the uh, east to west, or at least on the diagram that I'm going to put in the corner right over here for the video version over here. Um, we had the first round matchups. Uh, Penguins versus the Islanders, and the Islanders won that series four games to two. Uh, the Washington Capitals versus Boston Bruins, Boston won in five games, four games to one. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Nashville Predators, Carolina won that series four games to two in six games, and Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Florida Panthers four games to two. Uh, going on the west side of the board here. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets swept the Oilers. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens uh, beat the Toronto Maple Leafs to keep the meme alive uh, for the Maple Leafs fandom or uh, hate them. Uh, four games to three in seven games. Uh, Vegas beat the Minnesota Wild in seven games. And... <clears throat> It's been a while. It's been a little bit since the first round, but I'll say this. The Colorado Avalanche are a great team. They're a great team. I, other than the whole COVID bullshit with David Perron and the other COVID bullshit that almost had Vladimir Tarasenko, Jordan Bennington, among others, that were key players, at least on paper, are our key players with the potential being pulled because of COVID bullshit. The Colorado Avalanche swept the Blues. And to this day right now, it does honestly infuriate me to the at least that they had not only one, just one, one game. I could swallow the pill of a five of losing in five, but being swept. Also, I'm on the positive side of things. Having to realize that. Yes, they also got beat by the Vancouver Canucks last playoffs. Just know 
Blues fans out there that are still in the same boat as me, to looking on the bright side of things, positive spin, positive spin. We still are the last team to win a Stanley Cup in a traditional 82-game season. Now, with that said, if they pull this bullshit next year, then we really have a problem. But then you could use the, and then there'll be someone in the coming from the woodwork that has the whole uh, argument of, oh, there was 32 game teams in the league, not 31. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Honestly. Um, although that will be something that we'll be talking about uh, fairly shortly on well, next month. But um, yeah, expansion drafts looming and, uh, We'll be wondering to see who uh, gets picked up from all the teams. Uh, it's a matter of waiting for the, the protected list to come out. Um, do, maybe do a little mock draft for that, but um, just got to wait for those protected lists. But with that said, I probably, and then also, uh, truth be told, I'm, I'm also mainly bothered by the fact that the blues got swept because I spent over $200 on freaking COVID freaking social distanced seating for this damn team to lose five to one in my presence. Apps like bewilderment, which I have this thing. It's either they win three, it's it's either they win four to one or they lose four to one. Win or lose. Every now and again, they'll th- they'll like they'll give me like a eight to th- eight to three win versus the New Jersey Devils. The one time I uh, saw them, but other than that, normally um, it's always you know by a deficit of three, um, and particularly it's always either we lose four to one or we win four to one. Um, and I've maybe seen one OT in my lifetime, but, but yeah, it's an absolute embarrassment. And yes, I've been the one, uh, one of many that have been flying the flag. Oh, flying the flag of, uh, but if David Perron wasn't on the COVID protocol list the entire time, maybe it'd be different. And yes, it would probably be different, but all that aside, I mean, we it's one thing we'll never know. Can't be for certain. Just like a lot of people that always be like, oh, even if Perron wasn't, wasn't, oh, if he was in the lineup, you know, it'd still be the same thing. We don't know that. Do you know that, Mr. I have a fucking time machine? No, you don't. So, you know, I understand that you're entitled to your opinion. But, um, yeah, screw your opinion. <laughs> as I'm entitled to say, screw your opinion, but, um, but yeah, that, that was the first round. Second round, as it stands, we have the Islanders versus the Bruins, which also I've found quite interesting that the Bruins fandom, uh, which I find it awesome though, that they're playing at Nassau and not the Barclays center. Although I think it's also probably because I don't think it's necessarily that the uh, Islanders, ownership group being like hey you know our fans really would like us to be at the call at the coliseum for this i think it's also just mainly because um the nets are in the playoffs right now so conflicting 
things, but it's actually for the best for them to be out of uh, the Barclays Center and at uh, Nassau because, uh, number one, it's their home, their original home, and two, it's, uh, you know, built for hockey. It's not built for basketball and have shitty sight lines and shit like that, and especially when you're spending all this freaking money on these games, you're going to want some nice sight lines, so uh, makes sense to put it back at Nassau. But, um, yeah, but the fandom was cheering, uh, chanting, we want Boston, uh, and their clinching game, which was uh, kind of interesting. But, uh, but yeah, they're leading their series 3-2 right now. Uh, so, um, so that'd be so like game six. So they'll be going back to uh, Long Island to be playing game six, uh, I want to say tomorrow. I want to, it's either tomorrow or today. It's either tomorrow or today. Um, let me give you an update if I can find the goddamn app. But as I'm talking about, oh, actually, no, let's not get, I don't want to get off track, but uh, off kilter. I don't know where my app went. But, uh, da, 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 da. So, okay, update. Um, just to skip over to the Montreal versus the Winnipeg Jets uh, series. Um, oh, yeah, so the Islanders did win today 5-4 five, five to four in Game 5. Uh, so Game 6 will be on Wednesday uh, at Nassau Coliseum uh, for Game 6. The Winnipeg Jets uh, got swept by the Montreal Canadiens. Losing in overtime, three to two. So they are going to the not conference finals because they're not uh, doing conferences this year. The uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty. I've been off for a little bit on here, so I'm pretty sure I didn't report that. Um, for those that actually, I mean, yeah, for those that been living under a rock or just didn't actually know that they're not awarding the Prince of Wales Trophy nor the uh, Campbell Bowl. Uh, this year so um and it's all basing off of seating so um we might see some interesting uh, uh matchups here uh da, 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 da. and then tampa bay leads their series three games to one uh versus the hurricanes they play tomorrow uh yeah they play tomorrow in carolina for game five and Vegas plays uh, game five tomorrow versus Colorado. Uh, and they tied their series up 2-2. So both teams have won their uh, home game so far. Um, and if we go off of that trajectory, Colorado would win in seven. Uh, so all Vegas needs to do is win all their home games and just win tomorrow. And uh, they got it in the bag in six. Um, so it would be kind of cool because then that would mean that they'd be uh, – winning four games in a row, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. All I know is I would hope that Vegas wins, regardless of the fact that I'm a fan of them or not. Even if I wasn't a fan of Vegas, I'd be freaking, I'd be pulling for Vegas anyway, because they swept my blues. Um, but I, I'm just appreciative that, you know, they're a team that uh, I, I like. They're my number two team. And if Vegas didn't, if, if Minnesota did, I'm just saying, if, if Minnesota was in this position instead of Vegas, I'd be wearing my freaking uh, reverse retro 
uh, Minnesota Wild jersey right now and be pulling for the, the Wild because, uh, number one, they haven't really done much in the playoffs. Number two, they're not the one that uh, swept my uh, or knocked out my primary team. So there you go. Um, yeah, so whoever wins the series between uh, Vegas and the Avalanche will be taking on the Canadiens, which they also mentioned, which means that, um, which is quite interesting as well, that I am pretty sure Winnipeg didn't have fans in the stands for any of their playoff games, but um, the Canadiens have opened up um, in yeah, Quebec as uh, the Quebec government uh, made it uh, possible now um, for fans to go to the Canadiens games, socially distanced, of course. Um, but hey, any fans better than none. So, or, or the freaking uh, the fan tracks that they play um, for cheering and booing and all that. But yeah, so regardless of who wins the that series, they'll have home ice advantage and they won't have, they'll be lit, lit, uh, going in a modified quarantine ish bubble. Um, <clears throat> well, they're not going to quarantine for these games uh, versus the Canadians, but they will be um, not allowed to have contact with uh, the public, the general public. So they'll be, it'll be kind of like a modified. Um, th- okay. So basically think of it as the Edmonton bubble, but with fans and stands makes it easy to think about, but, uh, but yeah. Um, now the way that it's looking right now, unless the hurricanes can turn it around, I would, I would bet Vegas versus the Hurricanes would be your your final. But once again, we'll have to wait and see. There's still games to be played, obviously, but um, I I I'd say that that's a a pretty good bet. Um, if that's if the Canes do turn it around. If not, um, hell, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Islanders made it. Honestly, um, now even though a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, the Islanders play boring hockey, but hey, it's winning. And honestly, and, uh, and yeah, and then honestly, freaking um, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid and Connor and freaking Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and all those flashy guys that makes it exciting, right? Get you know, you know, what they're doing right now, they're booking tea times. You know what the you know the the grizzled veterans of uh, the Islanders, what they're doing with their quote unquote boring play, suffocating play. They're they're still playing hockey right now. They're they're still you know earning their keep instead of just you know getting money based off of potential. And I and I'm not even and I'm not even gonna go down the whole uh, shit about contracts and all that. Um, Especially for the Toronto Maple Leafs, because if you want to talk, if you want, if you want a general, um, like basically kind of like what I'm feeling, even though the, the Toronto Maple Leafs aren't my primary team, even though I do, I you know, I they're the only Canadian team I have uh, a jersey for at the moment. 
look up Steve Dangle's 31 minute video where at least a good 15 to 20 minutes of that is just him just shouting about the the Maple Leafs and even even brought him to the point to where he had to crack open a beer and just start like sipping on. I was like, you know what? This fucking team, I swear, man. Like, um, but yeah, um, yeah. If you want, if you want an honest take on that, let's, let's watch that because, um, yeah, it's it's frustrating for for them with that uh amount of cap with four people taking up and still can't get out of the first round. Wow, once again. I don't think there's a single person in the playoffs right now that I can think off the top of my head. I will, I'll definitely double check that. But um, actually, I can double check that now because the only team that I can think of that might have a player that has a contract over ten million or a double-digit number is the um, the Lightning. I'm pretty sure. Um, so Kucherov's nine five is the highest paid forward. All right, so yeah, everyone's still on. Is everyone still a single digit? So the highest paid guy on the team is both Fassi Vasilevsky and uh, Kucherov. So. Yeah, there's not a single person. I mean, if if I'm looking over something, please let me know um, in the comments for the video version of of this. But I'm fairly certain that there's not a single team in the league at the moment. Well, not in the league in the moment, in the playoffs in the moment that is being paid over like 10 million or more which goes to show you that spreading the cap out evenly or at least more or less evenly throughout the entire team is what gets you that um, deep run in the playoffs. It's not paying four of the same grouping of players. Now it's one thing it's like, okay, maybe a forward or two, like two forwards, a goalie and a defenseman. All right, whatever. Like, that might work. At least that might get you to the second round. But freaking the Avalanche don't have anyone like that um, being paid that much money. Hell, freaking McKinnon's even saying, hey, even when it comes around uh, for my next um, contract, I'm going to take less again. Because, you know, it's funny, though, is he trains on the offseason with Sidney Crosby. And you know, it's the one thing that Sidney Crosby has been known to do. Take less. He took less, even though, yeah, his, his contract is uh back when, you know, he could have a really long contract along with the fact that he made sure it, it had 87 in there, but he could definitely have taken more, but he didn't because you make sure that you have enough to go around. So then you can still have a competitive team versus being all about me, 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 freaking taking as much as you are, quote unquote, worth. And then, sure, you have all that money, but I mean, unless you, unless you really are, you know, just in it for the money, I mean, just take less so then it can go around evenly or less, more or less evenly. 
um, so you can go deeper in the playoffs, you know, like freaking Montreal's freaking on this freaking quite interesting run. It's a very interesting run right now coming out of the woodworks freaking getting beaten up in that Canadian division, even in the Canadian division. I mean, let's be honest. It, it was, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can't say much good things about the Canadian division in comparison to, uh, like the play in between other team, uh, other divisions. I want to say out of all the divisions, probably the East one was probably a little bit more like business as usual, you know? Um, but yeah, the Canadian division, I feel like is basically like, Hey, you're basically playing for like for the wild card spot, even though you're number one, you're still basically playing for a wild card spot. You're playing for four wild card spots. It's basically what I, I look at it as not necessarily a uh, top tier teams. Um, because even if you're number one in the in the shit division, you're still still shit. Um, but polished turd still a turd, folks. But <clears throat> but yeah, they have all those young kids on there and care and a red hot carry price right now. And um, also with carry price, oh, I want to also mention that with. I want. I do kind of want to see. I mean, if the Avalanche, if the Avalanche somehow beat the, the Golden Knights, I will definitely be rooting for the Habs. Absolutely, I'll be rooting for the Habs um, to go on. Which, if that was to happen, say the Avalanche do make it to the the semifinals and be, uh, and then get beat by the Montreal Canadiens. So if the Montreal Canadiens make the final, bet that they win. It it would and it would be quite funny. It'd be funny. The number one beat the Maple Leafs, right? And also be the team that not only was the last team, last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup back in 1993, but to be the first one to uh bring it back. It, that, that'd be kind of funny to me. Um, but once again, got a lot of games to play. Game five for uh, Vegas and Colorado tomorrow. Um, game six on Wednesday for the Isles and Bruins. And tomorrow we have Canes versus and uh, Lightning. And the Lightning are in a clinching position. So they could uh, they could clinch tomorrow. But we'll see. And uh, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead as I don't want to continue to ramble on any much longer. But just know that um, go Knights go. I'm rooting for them Golden Knights. I'm really hoping that they uh, pull on out and uh, go deep and win a, win a cup. Because other than that, I, I have no other horses that I have a jersey that I can pull for. <laughs> so come on, Vegas. Um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be doing another episode. Probably be looking either Friday or Saturday. Um, and I think for my work schedule that I currently have right now, as it stands, um, just straight up YouTube videos, I'm probably going to end up dialing it back a little bit and just focus more on the podcast side of things 
um, for the time being, but there's, there's a lot of things to figure out in my, in my behind the scenes, but, uh, we'll get through it. But anyway, uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. If you're listening to this on the audio version only, if you're on the, uh, YouTube side of things, don't forget to rate and, uh, not, well, not rate, I guess technically liking and or disliking is a rate technically, um, like share, subscribe, all that fun jazz, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.